everybody. Welcome to the Building Code. Thanks for tuning in again. This is episode 97, which is really great to say. Um, we are creeping closer to the big episode 100. So be on the lookout for that. So however you listen to your podcast or get them downloaded, uh, make sure you're looking out for episode 100. Going to have some um, some highlights of the previous 100 episodes of the Building Code. A lot of that's come from the feedback from our from our fans. On that note, Danielle, our producer, would love me to say that we have got a Facebook group for the Building Code. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really get into Facebook groups, but I checked it out the other day. It's basically a community of people who are listening to this podcast, where obviously we'll drop episodes, Danielle manages all that, but it's great for anybody who wants to just collaborate. If you guys have comments, questions, uh, you guys just want to talk about the Building Code crew, uh, that's where you can find it. So, so hit up your Facebook, search for the Building Code crew, and uh, follow us there. Beyond that, Make sure you are rating, subscribing, and reviewing The Building Code. That really helps us out and spread our word, which we really appreciate. Uh, and in addition to that, we just dropped uh, a large number of our episodes on YouTube. So if you just want to go to YouTube and listen to this off your browser, you'll be able to do that as well. One final plug, you can find me on Instagram at ThePaulWorth. Uh, so feel free to give me a follow there, and I will talk all things Instagram and probably a few posts about my kids too. So... Without further ado, I want to bring on uh, our highly anticipated guest. We have Missy Sherber. Uh, she's got a huge Instagram following, and so we're going to talk all things Instagram and her business. Missy, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's, just, it's an honor to be on a platform that reaches so many contractors. And congrats on episode 97. That's a lot of a lot of hard work and a lot of talking. So well, congrats yeah. on that. <laughs> Thank you. you. You know that, right? Because you you do some podcasting of your own. Just a little bit. Yeah, we do the um, ConAg. So ConAg has a uh, national podcast and we just do a once a month, you know, kind of earth moving nitty gritty in our in our industry. So I know it's, it's a lot of hard work and 97 episodes is quite an accomplishment. <laughs> so congrats to you guys. Thank you for that. We're, we're really excited to have you on. Let's start there. Um, you're coming to us from Minnesota. I know you and your husband have a business there, a couple of different ones. So why don't you just tell the audience what you do and um, just kind of the origins of how you guys got into construction or I think, what'd you say, earth moving, dirt moving? Yes. Yes. Earth moving. <laughs> okay. So um, my husband and I own uh, two companies. We have uh, the roll off dumpster company, which we started with. Um, actually, Trevor started that, my husband, before we met so he started with a dumpster company. Uh, we met in 2014. He had just purchased his first excavator and wanted to kind of break into demolition excavating. So that's when mm -hmm. him and I met. Um, and we started the demolition excavating company and really built that together. Um, we're based here in Minnesota. Our primary focus is contractors. Um, we support contractors with our services, or I like to say we do dirty jobs differently. We really built our business model around our customer voice, which is the contractor. How can we service them better? Um, what does dirty jobs look like to them that is just top-notch service to not just them, but their clients? I mean, builders right. and contractors have very important developers, homeowners that they're working with. So, We've built a great business model there. My background was not in construction. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure uh, how many guests you have on this podcast that that uh, have that background. I did not. I came from a nonprofit background. Um, I was in marketing and communications for nonprofits. 
Um, however, my upbringing, uh, both of my grandfathers were businessmen. I had a Hispanic grandfather who had a trucking company, mm-hmm. surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, it skipped a generation and there's something in the blood there with, uh, with trucking and, and dirty jobs. Um, and my German grandfather had an aviation company. And what's interesting is as I was preparing for this podcast and the question that you were going to ask me about my upbringing and background and knowing Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's not in construction, I wanted to really share more than that. Um, Remembering they're both of their shops, you know, I grew up in their shops or or at least seeing their shops. Mm -hmm. My German grandfather had the meticulous, perfect aviation (laughs) shop. Sure, yeah. You know, (laughs) everything was just right and in order. My Hispanic grandfather with the trucking company, he supported contractors as well. Um, And his shop was just a little messy, but just full of people and love and excitement Mm -hmm. and happy staff. And and so, you know, my upbringing was really a lot around hard work and service. And so I've tried to really take that as a subcontractor and and figure figure out the contractor, which maybe I need to be listening to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> get that figured out. Well, I mean, I, I think you're onto something because, and I want to go down this road because you have a great Instagram. I was watching one of your stories that I want to ask you about. Um, so, what's your Instagram handle? Just so we'll we'll, we'll plug that a few different times. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's at Missy Sherber is. Um, M-I-S-S-Y-S-C-H-E-R-B-E-R okay. is my personal handle. Mm-hmm. And then our business handle is at Big Machine Hustle. Okay. Well, I like that one, Big Machine Hustle. But the Missy Sherbers one's got like, <laughs> you know, 20,000 plus followers, right? 20,000. Yes, I haven't checked it in a while. That's awesome. 24,000 or something like that, which is really fun, you know, to reach the industry with the dirty job side of a project. Right. You know, who knew? Exactly. It's so interesting. And we're going to go down the social media path because uh, as listeners know, we love talking about that. We promote using social media for a number of different things, you know, expanding your brand, getting leads, things like that. But what I wanted to talk to you about was this idea that, you know, you don't come from a background of construction. Not one person, you know, of the original employees of Builder Trend did either. You know, we came from it from some technology background, some sales background, some industry, just, you know, being servers and restaurants and teachers. And I think that there's something to that. I mean, I think for so long, people who run construction businesses, and it's amazing because we love this industry, they came from the trade, right? They came from doing the work and that's where their love of their business comes from, which is a great place to come from. But then I think it really is valuable to bring somebody in with different sets of eyes and, 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 you know, experience, right? Yes. I imagine you've been able as a business to bring innovation in a new way because you're not in it day to day. You're Mm -hmm. coming from the outside looking in, um, which is very cool about what you guys have developed is clearly you brought just innovation to our industry, which, which we need, like you said. Right. And, and I think innovation and just looking at it in different ways and looking at it as a business. I think one of the things that, that frustrates me so much, uh, is I talk to so many business owners like yourself and, and how hard you guys work at it and how uh, good you are at your job. But, but a lot of people, I don't think give business owners and construction credit enough. They, they sort of feel like they're still a service industry, not a business owner. And, and I think, that's wrong because I think when you start thinking about it as a business owner, like you have, and you came mm-hmm. in from the nonprofit, 
you probably sort of started implementing some things that maybe your husband wouldn't have done because he was just so interested in working. And, and I think that's where I, I got sure. with the social media thing. So uh, on your social media story, your Instagram story, I think maybe it was this week. I'm not sure if it's still there. You had showed the audience uh, how you guys did proposals uh, yeah. and estimates to your general contractors. And, and that's great. But what was really interesting about that is that instead of just, you know, looking at your estimates and talking to your estimators like, hey, how, how can we do this better? You went to all of your clients and said, what could we have done better? What do you like to see with an estimate or proposal? I think just doing something like that in every part of your business makes a lot of sense. Every part of your business. I think it's, it's always about the customer voice. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, like I learned that principle from being around Caterpillar, um, the equipment manufacturer, we use a lot mm -hmm. of CAT equipment. Um, and I'm part of their social media ambassador program. And the more I got to know Caterpillar, who's just this monstrous hundred year old brand, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, studying their habits and how did they become the most recognizable equipment company around and all they talk about at corporate. I mean, I've been to corporate multiple times mm -hmm. at the dealers is the customer, 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 customer. And mm -hmm. so I started hearing that and being like, why I, I do feel like customer service when I came into it, at least on the earth moving uh, dumpster demolition side, I can't speak of builders, but I felt like customer service had been a little lost, mm -hmm. you know, where in my background, it was very important. That was like the critical thing, customer service. Here's Caterpillar, this monster brand, customer, customer. Mm -hmm. So like you said, I just, I think it's important to hear the voice of our customers to ask them for their feedback you know, at the end of a project of, are were you satisfied? Mm -hmm. Can we do this better? Where, what would have been helpful for you in the process? I mean, especially the building process I've mm -hmm. heard, you know, my father-in-law actually had me build a investment property with him and I built a house and I said, I will never be a builder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These guys, the, the, what builders and contractors and many facets they have to manage all for one customer is incredible. Right. It's, it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I imagine they probably get so inundated in doing that, that, you know, checking in with the customer might get lost, but I just think yeah. it's the most important thing. Yeah, no. I, and, and I think some people are afraid to check in with the client yeah. because it's like, well, I don't want a complaint session again. You know, they, you know what I mean? <laughs> but essentially the more, yeah. the more you do that, the less complaints there will be. Right. That's just logical. Absolutely. Like, Take the hit, Absolutely. take the ego hit, take the, take the hard truth, make some improvements, yeah. and then you're going to get less and less of that. And then you're going to be above your competition. I mean, when you talked about sort of your, uh, I, I guess I kind of heard a small value prop to the, to the builders you work for, which is, you know, we'll be there. We'll be professional when your clients, when your homeowners come on site, you know, we'll be an extension of you. Like I can see that as a very yeah. good value prop to a general contractor, right? Because as a GC, you, you're bringing in all these subs and vendors. And, you know, if you got a crew that's just smoking cigarettes and throwing, you know, pop cans everywhere and not looking like, you know, even if they're not a true employee of the construction company, a client might feel that they are. And so it's, it's going to reflect Absolutely. bad on the GC, right? Well, and the first impression is everything. And what mm -hmm. I realized is that we are the first, one of the first subcontractors oh, yeah. on the job site. Yeah. So we have, you know, an earth moving in demolition, we have this opportunity to set the tone right mm -hmm. for a project. And I think all contractors should expect that out of their excavation contractor. You set the tone. Mm 
Um, you have a dirty job to do, but can you do it clean? Can you do it well? Mm -hmm. um, can you represent us? Because the community's driving by, you know, we're, we're in a big, scary line of work, right? We got mm -hmm. the big trucks, the big machines. Yeah. How do we bring that down to the community's level and say, hey, we're here, um, but you're important. You know, we do like groundbreaking ceremonies with our builders. Oh. Um one of our builders actually just reached out and said, Hey, we've seen you do this. We want it on our job sites where we bring hard hats and safety vests for their homeowners and their clients. Um, we get the kids in the machines, you know, and we just try to set the tone. Well, like it's a rocky thing. You do a mm -hmm. building, building a home, building a building. There's going to be ups and downs. How can we really go above and beyond and set the tone? Well, and again, that came from customer feedback. That's amazing. That was listening to the customer and hearing them say, normally we get a phone call when you guys show up. <laughs> you know? Right. And I'm like, okay, what is that phone call? Well, they don't like the machines. They don't like the mess. Okay. How do we improve that? How do we get everyone excited and it's just amazing what that customer voice and, and listening like wow. you said even though it's hard it's a little hit to the yeah, ego <laughs> yeah wow i've it's never thought about that though, significantly yeah i've never thought about how well the other thing is is that not only is it the first part of construction but there really haven't been any problems yet people are really excited so probably a great time for you to kind of put your brand out there because the homeowner Perfect. hasn't had the issue that happened six months later and all of that. And so you, you guys, you yeah. guys, and you guys have branding in the hard hats and the vest and the, that whole ribbon. Everything's branded. Wow. Everything's Such branded. And I've even given some of our builders that feedback of the, the future buyers are, are brand aware. They're aware of where you are online. Mm -hmm. They're aware of who you give back to. Mm -hmm. um, and so the goal is to always just set a good standard that others follow, even if it's our customers or clients. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, everything's always branded for sure, which yeah. comes with a huge responsibility, right? Yeah. Then everything has to be perfect. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to get into with you because how, how many employees do you have outside of you and your husband then? Um, we right now run where we just kind of entered into our slower season um, here in Minnesota because the ground starts mm -hmm. to freeze up. But we'll run like two to three crews um, at a time. And then the roll-off company has two trucks running. Mm -hmm. So anywhere from eight to ten. Uh, we're hoping to run with 12 next year kind of based on the volume we're bidding. Um, so we're definitely a small contractor, mm -hmm. but we try to treat everything like it's a big, serious job, you well, know, yeah, to, it, to handle it, and take care of. And, and you know that 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 idea of like, hey, you're an employee of us. Treat everything with with great respect, and treat it this yeah. way. So so you know, to your point, it's a great responsibility when you have all that branding because you're saying this is who we are. Every extension of you needs to be saying that from your work into your employees. Yeah. And so when you onboard a new employee or just continual education with your employees, is that something you guys focus focus on about who we are and what our perception is yeah. going to be out there? Yes. So definitely we focus on integrity is in our byline for a reason. So mm -hmm. T. Sherber, integrity and construction is our word mark. And mm -hmm. I, I've seen contractors out there who just put their logo on there. And, and I've seen some who put their byline on there mm -hmm. and I, or their word mark of mm -hmm. who they are, or what they stand for. I think that's important because it just reminds your teams and your customers, this is who we are and what we stand for. Hold us accountable to that. Like, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and so that's what I say to my team. It's right there on the byline. It's right there on the truck. Um, and then integrity and then our customers. Like we're a customer 
based business. Mm -hmm. So everyone in our company is in sales and customer service, even our operators. And Mm -hmm. that's what we teach them. Our operators are in sales (laughs) and they laugh at me when I'm like, they're like, what? I'm an operator. I've been running machines for 30 years. I'm like, you see the client more than I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you're in sales and, and they've been up for the challenge. And I mean, we just have the most amazing team um, who get Missy and Trevor care about how we treat the customer, Mm -hmm. not just the fleet and the equipment and the iron, it's Mm -hmm. how we treat the people. So that's great. Yeah, it's worked well, but like you said, the branding's important. Our industry is seems a little lagging there Mm -hmm. coming around. It is, yeah. Which is exciting. But it does hold you accountable. Everyone's gonna know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think there's so many of uh so many of the construction companies out there that probably haven't even thought past the logo. Um and, you know, to your point, the byline and, you know, the word mark and all the different mm-hmm. things that you that you're gonna you know sort of identify as are important customer facing but also employee facing because you point to the you know we talk about the words on the wall right if something important within build a trend we throw it on the wall you know like we talk about yeah. effort attitude uh, and this is a kids show so I won't say what else we have on there but we talk about we talk about uh, <laughs> you know bringing it every day right and so when we talk about yeah. that to our employees. Um, you know, we don't just do that during the orientation, you know, it's important to us, it's on the wall. And so when we have hard conversations with employees or we have directional conversations with employees, we just point to the wall and say, this is what you signed up for. This is what we talk about every day. And that's branding within a business is the same thing, right? Like this is who we're about. Well, the other thing is, is that, you know, I think a lot of construction companies in the past said, what's the point of having a brand? Because I don't really have a website and I don't, you know, I have a, maybe a truck, well, now, you know, you can you can really accelerate your brand pretty easily through social media. So it's important yeah. to have a logo and a brand. So can you talk about your experience with social media, like how you got into it and then, you know, maybe yeah. some of the momentum you got there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, you know, when I came into this industry, I was almost surprised, um, just to be honest, and this was six or seven years ago, how behind the industry was in marketing and social media and websites. And the thing is, is that everyone was busy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everyone's busy without it, but it's not really about right now. It's about the future. Mm-hmm. It's about the future buyer. And will you set, will you have the voice in five years, 10 years when the millennial ge- generation is the buying, gen- you know, they're buying mm-hmm. and they're spending money and dollars on you. You're building their homes and their industrial buildings. Um, so I just saw a white space and thought, here's where we're going to set ourselves apart. Um, and I also saw that a lot of the story, if there was storytelling online in the construction industry with contractors, it was always the finished product. It was the builder mm-hmm. and the architect. Mm-hmm. Always, right? Just the final design, beautiful home. And no one was really highlighting the foundational work that goes into a a structure. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, there's a white space here, um, which I hope a lot of your contractors realize there's still a white space for them to build brands and be advanced on a nice website, a good social media, you know, presence Mm -hmm. and using technology that engages their customers. So I just saw the white space and I was like, let's do this. (laughs) Trevor's website was it was horrible. <laughs> we won't tell. He him. is good at so many things. He yeah. is a true entrepreneur. But 
the website with two paragraphs and one old unfiltered photo. And I was like, let's go. So I hired a, a web and graphic designer and web developer. And I said, we're going to build a brand that people trust, that mm -hmm. they recognize. And we're going to storytell about what we do. And some people were like, no one wants to hear from the excavator. You know, it's just a bunch of dirt mm -hmm. and it's a dumpster. And I thought, well, I think people enjoy the process and, and we're going to try it. And it really just took off. It was amazing. I, 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 I blinked and I had 600 followers. <laughs> I started it two years ago and just said, we're going to do some storytelling mm -hmm. because our industry matters. Our work matters. Um, I think homeowners will appreciate seeing the process and it just took off from there. Um, and I was able to really build a, a pretty decent following on other business owners and then potential customers. Builders right. started following us. And we've actually been hired from builders. I've had builders DM me now. They DM me on Instagram before they ever email or call oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nuts when you think about that. I mean, that's just, that's a new era of building business. For that sure. you're getting DMs, <laughs> that you're getting hit up on DMs, like, hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. Right. Oh, here's my email. Here's my phone number. So I think the game for me, I listened, read the book by Gary Vaynerchuk, Crush It. Mm -hmm. And he just said, storytelling is the future. And I don't know that our industry does enough storytelling, right? We That is a white space to improve on. And so I said, I'm going to storytell what we do. Um, some of our builders were got excited about it mm -hmm. and they started storytelling more like on their job sites. They said, mm -hmm. share start to finish. Don't just show us the pretty picture at the end. Mm -hmm. Show your uniqueness. You know, we work with some really incredible builders mm -hmm. who their process is amazing. You know, they invest in technology like Builder Trend. Mm -hmm. They manage their sites well. Um, and they start seeing me share the dirty side and they're like, okay. Let's do this. You know, let's yeah. start sharing the groundbreaking. Who does? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good, it's, it's, it's really, that's the one common thread with everybody who we've had on this, this podcast, who has a huge social media following is they just started doing it and they started sharing their story in their day to day. And I think that's really what scares a lot of people is getting on camera for the first time. You know, that's not, yeah. that's not easy for everybody to do and, and you know, put yourself it's out not. there. Even when you have like 200 followers, you, you know, they're usually it your matters. friends. They're usually your friends and family yeah. that make fun of you or whatever. Right. But, you yeah. know, who's who's laughing now? Now you got 20,000 people following you. So there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it's where even if I had a thousand, if I had a thousand followers or 800 and three of them were potential customers. Right. And they see the presence. It's worth it. Well, that's the other thing. It's not just uh, potential cu uh, customers. What we've heard is you know, potential employees, you know, there's a, there's a, absolutely there's a labor shortage coming up, uh, potential, um, you know, just different opportunities. People are, are following you online and they're going to DM you like DMing is like the new cold yeah. call, I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have a great following again, uh, find you at, at Missy Sherber, right? M I S S Y S C H E R B E R. One thing that you're doing, um, through your social media is this movement women in construction Wednesday. Now I'm an honest host. Okay. I don't know anything about this, but I want to talk okay. about it as a company. Uh, we have been huge proponents of women in construction. 
You know, we, we, yeah. we feel like we're in construction, even though we're a software company, but we solely, you know, serve the construction industry. Um, you know, you absolutely for, are. for many years, you know, you know, women in technology was a passion of ours. We couldn't find enough women. And now we're proud to have, I think probably close to what, over a hundred women who, who work at Builder Trend now. And, um, so, awesome. so we're really excited about that. And we have the same passion for, uh, women in, in construction. So is that part of this movement is, is just highlighting that? Yes. And it's funny, like the word movement, like I never considered it that Mm -hmm. in the beginning, you know, we started two years ago, I noticed this hashtag trend of hashtag uh, women crush Wednesday or WCW. And I said, let's turn that into women in construction Wednesday, because I'm having a hard time finding them. And if they are out there, part of workforce development and what we've talked about, part of the future of our industry is sharing your story. Mm-hmm. And so the goal with Women in Construction Wednesday was to share the female accounts in the industry that I was finding nice. and also get women to start posting more of, like I used to say, raise your right hand and take a selfie. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, like ladies, you're <laughs> out there, get, get a photo on the job site. Let's inspire more women. Let's redefine what crews look like and that they're inclusive and diverse. And I love that you guys as a software company have focused on that. That's one of the things I've always said is if tech tech did it, you know, Mm -hmm. tech was a very male dominated Mm -hmm. industry and now it's a very diverse industry. Doctor, Mm -hmm. the doc, you know, the healthcare industry did it. Tech did it. Construction can do it. And we have a long way to go with less than 10% Mm -hmm. female representation, but you nailed it. It's it's a workforce problem. We have a workforce problem. Mm-hmm. We have we we're not short of projects and awesome right. work to do. Mm-hmm. We are short of laborers, and fifty percent of the population we're not focused on. And so we started the Women in Construction Wednesday, and it just kind of took off. When we started it, it was like nine thousand. If you look at the hashtag Women mm-hmm. in Construction, it was nine thousand pictures. Mm-hmm. Now it's over ninety thousand. Wow pictures That's and it's awesome. incredible women are excited to share their story and really they're excited to share the story of the men that believed in them the men in our industry who are shared who believed in them and said let's do right. this i mean i wouldn't be in this industry if trevor wasn't like sure you have zero background but i trust you to run a dumpster company. that's right <laughs> yeah no we that's awesome yeah, we, we uh, yeah. shared really the same story the last 10 years, and, and we can't be more behind that. And, and, you know, this idea about calling a group of people on the on the job site not guys anymore, uh, but crew. I mean, I think that, honestly, yeah. that, that goes a long way. Um, because we, we do always call a group of people guys a lot. And maybe that's just because always. that's how we, you know, grew up and it's subconscious. But at the end of the day, I think it needs to change as well. So, so is that, is crew collab part of what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So we just started noticing that um, not just women, but women and men wanted to come together to redefine crews and mm-hmm. what they look like. Yeah, and absolutely. we just like that name crew. Let's collaborate and be a more diverse industry and bring awareness to it. So right now it's just a social media handle um, at the crew collab. And we just promote women uh, in the industry or the men that are supporting their roles and their stories. Um, we're really being pushed and asked to turn it into something bigger. Uh, it's just managing that and running two businesses that we're trying to resolve, but the industry is hungry for redefining, like you said, crews and what it looks like and really 
we did one micro event uh, this past summer. We we got some amazing big sponsors of it. We couldn't believe the turnout. We couldn't believe how many people were like, we want this. And half of them were men. Yeah, like, of course. We want this. We we're supportive. And I'm like, oh, we got to we got to do this. But COVID hit and then, you know, build running and building a business this year has been intense for everyone. And hopefully the starting to lift a little year end. But yeah, Crew Collab is just about images on what the workforce can and should look like. And like you said, instead of saying guys, can we say my crew? Mm-hmm. Um, our lead driver is a female. And I love our team is trained when they call, oh, have your guy. Well, actually, it's a, it's a woman. It's Deb. You know, Deb yeah. will be there to take care of every need you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Instead of being bitter about where we're at, it's kind of the challenge and bringing an exciting approach to it. We're excited to make a shift and a change. It sounds like you guys mm-hmm. did that with your business. A hundred women mm-hmm. at a tech company, that's phenomenal. And it's exciting, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That's a, you guys ship. Are doing That's a ship to turn right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're behind you because I think it really everybody I talk to, I think everybody believes the same thing. Um, you know, anybody yeah. can be in the construction business if they have the the right attitude and the right right willingness to learn and be a part of what I think we both agree is a really an amazing industry uh, that people who aren't in it don't know about. So we're behind you 100 percent of the way. Yeah. How can somebody support? So just follow you at the Crew Collab. Yeah, so just go follow the crew collab. Uh, the best way to support, though, is to really be looking at your own crews. Are they diverse? Right. Is mm-hmm. my company diverse? How many women work for me? And mm-hmm. um, am I looking at women more closely? Are there women in apprentice programs, in the carp- carpentry, electrical? Are you hiring subs that are diverse? Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to support the movement of more women or a more diverse industry is your daily business practices. Am I buying from a woman owned supplier? You know, um, that's kind of my challenge to our industry on social right now is yeah. Nobody, what in your day to day can you do? Nobody's going to do it for you. If you believe in it, nope. do it every day. Yeah. I a hundred percent believe that. Well, Missy, thanks so Thank much you. for, for joining us on the podcast. It was super interesting. Yeah, it it awesome. flew by because you have a lot of great stuff going on. So Again, we want you to follow uh, Missy on Instagram at, at Missy Sherber. Uh, and then, you know, you can always uh, follow the hashtag Women in Construction Wednesday. Post those women in your life that, that you are supporting in construction. Um, yes. Go follow at Crew Collab. And, um, you know, more to come from Missy. Missy, this was amazing. So how about we, we just check awesome. in on you next six or 12 months and see where you're at? We'll do it again. Yeah, thanks for all you're doing on the software side. Tech is a huge part of our industry and I appreciate what you guys are building to support the contractor. I know it's critical. So thank you. Right back at you. Appreciate you. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the building code. Remember to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, help us grow this community of listeners. Tell your friends, tell your family. We do appreciate it. And if you heard anything that you want to learn more about on today's episode, head out to the show notes website, buildatrend.com slash podcast. As always, we appreciate you.